Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Gatri, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. This is Rahul Reddy. Today is July 29. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy and MPC has been conducting conference calls for the past 10 years. If you have any question, raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know. And then send a message to everyone, not to me, but to everyone, because my team is watching. And if you're a newcomer, you need to keep the camera on. And then you need to let our team know that you're a newcomer. Vivek? Vivek? Yes. Yes. Hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you for, uh, thank you for your time today. So I did an EB2 uh, to EB3 downgrade uh, last year. I have a current uh, 485 pending and I-140 and EB3 approved. My company is willing to do a new, is willing to file a new I-140 petition in EB2. My priority uh-huh. date is December. My priority date is December 2013, and they're uh-huh. willing to. Uh, as part of that, they're going to change the underlying basis of my 485 to the EB2 to the to the new I140. And so, nice. so, but my question, Rahul, here is: I have an offer on the table right now from another another company. I don't want to lose leverage, but I also want to look at trying to get my gives me the best chances of trying to get my green card the soonest soonest. So I want to understand what's, what's what's the percentage of salary difference you're going to make when you join the new company. Uh, I think I can negotiate my way either way, uh, but I, I wanted to. Oh, I mean, it's not just maybe thirty percent, forty percent, thirty, thirty-five. Okay, the, not, the, not will 100%. they be, will will they will they probably be also be filing a green card for you? If you join them, uh, yeah. If if I join them, but I'll be stuck in EB three, right? And that's right. No, 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 no. The current company can file an EB two for you. New company yes. can also file an EB two for you. Both can file. But anybody, anyone what, can file. Wouldn't they have to start the perm again? If I'm if but I go to the this, new employer. Okay, wait, wait. The current company that you are working with was already has an approved EB- perm. But was it approved in yeah. EB3 or EB2? It was approved in EB2. And they had used that. Ah, okay. Yes. That makes sense now. Yeah. yeah, that will they be had... a, that, 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 Then if you go join them, it's a one and a half year difference. Yeah, but then does the 180 uh, day clock also reset? Because now I'm filing a new I-140 um, in, in EB2. To file a new I-140, to file a new I-140 it doesn't set a new 
180-day clock. But once the I-140 is approved and they file the 485-J supplement, the current company files the 485-J supplement, the 180 days resets. Okay, because they're, they're actually, my, my lawyer said that they're not doing a J supplement because they don't need to. They're doing, they're just changing the underlying basis uh, because I don't that's know. The best way the, the best way is to file the 485J supplement. The USCIS okay. has firmly established a way called 485J supplement. They have given an address for us to mail it to. Now, if they've given all those things, you do it differently, like the way we used to do before, that's not a great idea. But either way, my 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 thing is that if you join the new company, you're going to lose one and a half year. Yeah. To get to the stage where you are here right now. So that's your gamble, what you need to do. Should you take that offer, lose one and a half year, or should you not take it? Okay. Or I could wait six months Next. and then potentially join another company. That's right. That's right. All Next right. person. Thank please. you. Bhavish. Bhavish. Yeah, sorry. I put on mute myself. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. So um, Rahul, EB2, EB3 downgrade case, change employer on EAD. Uh, on July 14th, my dependent's application moved to NBC. On July 20th, my application moved to NBC. On today morning, we received a medical RFE for my uh, for my spouse. Not yet for me, but I'm expecting maybe I'll get it. And it's moved to Indianapolis, uh, I think, local field office. I would do one thing, okay? Get two copies of the medicals. Send it along with your wife's. Oh, so uh, while responding for wife's, so respond for mine too. Right. And then, I, I, but if you get an RFE, respond one more time. Don't leave it, okay? Makes sense. That's what I would do. That's what I would do if I were you. We'll do that. Thanks for that advice. Quickly, one question is, unfortunately, my previous, uh, I change employers. Previous employer is not willing to support I-485J. Uh, and the new employer is a little confused at the moment, but uh, would I, should I just do the RFE part for medical and not file I-485J or just try don't, the don't file. So what is your priority date? April 2014. So you didn't. It's not. It's not You didn't interfiled. You didn't interfiled for EB two. I did not. I changed employer by then uh, to EB. Uh, based and on your EB2. previous employer is not cooperative. No, I tried that. What about your current employer? Is he willing to file the four eight five J supplement for you? So. So that I would say there's still twenty five percent hope. They are a little confused and they are like. So I'm working How on that. that company? It's a big size company. Okay. They, they yeah, are little... there, are, there are ways around it to get to EB2. You can self-port it by filing, by filing, but it would be better if the company that, that you're working with will file a 485J supplement and then along with it, you attach a statement saying that consider me under EB2. Okay, you may want to make an appointment with me. I will tell you the strategy to move to EB2. Okay. okay. And they may, surprisingly, who knows, they may even approve your green card without even doing all what I said. We took, just to let you know, because of availability, we took Emily's uh, uh, appointment last week. Um, oh, that's fine. Then she might have guided you then. 
Yeah, yeah, she did. I just that the current employer is uh, is little confused. So I don't know whether you told that option one, two, and three, right? In in TV Asia yeah. last week. Um, so I yeah. don't know whether I, if two, if not two, should I do three? And is it mandatory or just keep it at medical RFE for now? Medical RFE is separate. Go ahead, do the medical RFE. I would do the option three if option two is not available. Okay, so I'll I'll proceed with that, and for option three, I'll reach out to you guys for, for help then. Okay, then. Thank you. Next so much. person, please. Vijay. Uh, thanks, Rahulji, uh, for the opportunity. Uh, last Tuesday, uh, you and Emily hosted uh, the weekly YouTube session, and you covered you uh, do's and don't the uh, don'ts on H one B, Rahulji. Um, I have a question mm -hmm. along those lines. Um, mm -hmm. Is Receiving passive income on 1099 allowed for H1B. What is passive income? For example, is it a stock income? Give me the thing. What okay. is 1099? Yeah. 1099 example can be given. Is, if you if you buy a if you buy a Apple stock, you sell the Apple stock, you get a 1099. Okay, okay. Uh, the passive income I'm referring to is there are some people uh, you know uh, approaching me saying um, opportunity like working as a life insurance agent. Right? Nope. Ah. That's illegal. Yes. And that's what they, they are saying. Many people are doing it. And I, I, it sounded illegal to me. So I wanted well, to. Well, many people are selling the drugs in Texas. It's illegal, <laughs> but that doesn't make legal. Next person, please. Thank you. And they will, they will, they will, we know, I know these agencies, what they do. I mean, you, you come to me, let's say, for example, I have a million dollars of 401k, which I've been investing with me and my wife since the time I came in. If I transfer that money to you, you get 50% commission. I mean, don't fall into the trap, okay? Next person, please. Thank you. I mean, they, do, they I don't think so. That they are genuine agencies. Next person, please. Hi, thanks for this opportunity. Uh, actually, Rahul, like uh, I'm currently outside of US. Like uh, I, I was in US for four and a half years with L1B. And uh, I have mm -hmm. applied for L1B to H1B with a new employer. And after that, uh, so due to some reason, I moved out of US. Now, my did you wait? Did you applied? Did you got the H one approval? Uh, recently, I got it. Yeah. Okay. And I how long it, it's have, been that? How, wait. How long it's been that you're out of the country? Uh, it's like around uh, nine months. Okay, so you got the H one B approval. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I got the approval. I got the stamping too. But uh, now I am in the position. Uh, I I may not be able to travel to US very soon. So like uh, I am still still working for the old company, not the new company who sponsored the H one B. My question is like, can I if I miss the travel plan now, can I use it for the non cap in the next year or so? So can you probably have some other company file a H one B for you, and you travel on that company? Is that what you are trying to tell me? Yeah, in future, like yes, because currently, can. like yes, I, yes, I can, I will be yes, non-cap yes, enabled, right? You will be non-cap, but you will only be able to use. You may only be able to use one and a half years. That's the only thing that you be, need thing. to be cautious. Okay. Even if I travel after twelve months, still the same case. Yeah, the H one B must have been applied after one year, but it was applied before. So it's it's a little bit debatable thing. It would depend on the officer whether you will get a three year, whether you get only one and a half year. It's a little, little bit debatable. Thing, okay. Okay. But the but best I, thing I for you to do is that if you apply for the green card as soon as possible, though, you avoid all problems. Okay. 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 Got it, Rahul. Thanks a lot for your help. Yeah. Thank you. Next person, please. 
Shivani? Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hello. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. I'm a first-timer attending your call. Um, so I have a query. I'm on my H1 since two years and my company has filed I-140 for me. Since I'm a physical therapist, I come under Schedule A, like Category A, so aware. they do not need... I'm pretty aware. Yeah, uh, they I'm, do I'm not pretty aware. My wife, my wife is a physical oh, therapist. Yeah, I, I read that on Google. So they filed I-140 last year, uh, I mean, last month. And because mm -hmm. I had a premium, I got denial on the I-140 saying that the address they filed was wrong and you do need LCA. But my attorney is saying that since you're a physical therapist, you do not need LCA. But they, however, they send me LCA. Uh, the reason in the notice saying this is LCA uh, is lacking in the documentation? First of all, first of all, first of all what, what do you mean by address? Explain that address. Please. So, uh, yes, I can I can also share or say it. So they no. wrote on the app application that eligibility in this matter hinges on providing the correct address of appropriate certifying officer office. Yeah, so, so that's okay. That's yeah. fine, man. Sometimes okay. we see these kind of denials, wrong denials. We see these things. The lawyer can refile the application. I don't think so. Your lawyer is at wrong. Okay. okay. So re refiling means what? He has to start from PWD and all over again? No, no, no. It, or... it, it, he just he just got it right now, is it right? You got the dinner yeah, just yeah. now, is it right? Yeah, I still was have it, 33 days to refile when did you, them. No, ma'am. When did you actually got the I-140 filed? Uh, it was in June month. But the result came so, on so most July of, 8th. Ma'am, 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 ma'am. Most of the things yeah. have not expired for you. The prevailing wage and all oh. those things have not expired. Oh. So they can just refile oh. application. Oh, as per my attorney, it's it's expired on June 30th, 30, June, okay, if it, the PWD. If it, expired, though, then, if it expired, then I have filed a motion to reopen. Motion to reopen? Okay. And do they have to correct okay. all the information or they can just argue that no, they, they, they don't are, need LCA? They, are, they, they don't need LCA, ma'am. You're a physical therapist, you don't need right. LCA. If you have a license, yeah. you don't need it. All right. Okay? Sure. Thank you Next so much. Is. Thank you. Happy? Yeah. Hi, hi Rahul. Yes, go ahead. Sir. Are you able to hear? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my, my case transferred from the uh, Texas to NBC on three weeks back. Uh, four members Texas to including the Texas to NBC. Uh, nice. Today, today, today is approved for the three members, including my son. But but it's not approved for my daughter. Still is waiting. Uh, but actually, my daughter is under CSP. A calculation should come into picture. So maybe does it take some time to approve? Uh, is which visa status is your daughter in? Yeah, right now she is a F1, but we travel on AP. She got the AP, we travel. Right now she is an AP status. Ay, 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 ay. I'm just trying to think. So, but she's already covered under CSPAs, right? Yeah, she already, she's she already covered CSPA, yes. Yeah, I mean, it could be approved any day. It may have been approved, we don't know. And she's still under 21 right now? No, she already crossed the 21, but with the uh, calculation, she is already age locked. Yeah, that's fine. It may take a little bit longer time for her to get it. The officer okay. might have been a little bit confused about it. And okay. uh, you may want to approach with ombudsman's office. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Just type in Ombudsman, USC, uh, okay. D- Department of Homeland Security. Okay. Okay. And so then you do can... I need to wait, wait, do I need to wait? Because today only we got the approval. Do I need to wait? No, just wait, for, for, wait for 10 days. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah, thanks, Rahul. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Itesh. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Hello. Yes, hey, go ahead. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. So here's my question. Uh, I'm a software engineer. I'm in US Seattle right now. I'm on H1B visa and I kind of did a mistake. So the mistake that I did is that I shared my social with my younger sister. So my younger sister, she's a travel blogger based in India and uh, um, like she makes her money through Instagram and Instagram recently had this feature where these travel bloggers can make money from the reels that they post. But this feature was only for people in US. So if you want to enable this feature, you had to put in your social and I accidentally uh, or like not knowing like the, what the consequences would be. I shared my social with my sister. So now like she is getting paid from Instagram. Instagram on the app, it says like, for example, her first payment was 700 and something dollars. It has been processed from Instagram, but it has not yet been credited to her bank account. So technically she hasn't received any income so far, but I'm kind of worried that because I am on H1B visa and I cannot have any other source of income. Uh, I'm trying to reach out to Facebook or this Instagram to- Okay, do one thing. Yeah. Um, Is she cooperative, your sister? Pardon? Your sister is cooperative with you, is it right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She is absolutely fine. She, even she doesn't want that income. Uh, that I got, I got, her, the, I got uh, the or, point. I got the, I got the point. So try to try to tell her to unhook from there. And there are ways where she can still make the money. Okay. There are different ways. This is called tax ID number, and there is also called mm-hmm. she can uh, she can route through some agencies. Okay where they'll take some commission mm-hmm. instead of using social security, mm-hmm. they can use the tax ID number. Okay. As uh, far as you're so concerned from now onwards, from now, from now onwards, cut it off from now. Don't go any further. Going forward, have your sister use a business uh, a tax ID number. Okay. No, that is fine. Like she can use her tax ID number, but right now we are unable to unlink my social from her Instagram account and Instagram doesn't respond very quickly. I know, but but can she close that Instagram account? No, like she has 143,000 followers and it's her, uh, like, uh, it's her main source of Uh, income and it took her. I see the point. Uh, So I have a friends at Facebook and uh, they are helping me internally uh, like expedite this process but I just want to know how much risk am I at and uh, what can be the as long as you st- as, as long as you stop it here I don't think so it's a big problem okay okay and should I inform my lawyer uh, about this thing no don't inform if you want you can have a private oh, consultation okay. I don't want to make a big deal about it okay okay Okay. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Patel. 
Hello, um, hello everyone. Uh, I'm the first timer here and thanks for the opportunity Rahul here. So my question is, uh, my wife traveled to India on 24th of May. Her advance payroll got approved on 27th of May. So should she be able to come back using the advance payroll or not? Is she going for stamping? No, that, I mean, not so she, far. How was she planning to come back before? Um, we were thinking to go for stamping, but then the advance payroll got approved. So we got comfortable saying, thought we, we can use it. I don't see that as a problem though. Um, there is a very slight chance of problem because if they approve it, they, they shouldn't have approved it. They approved it since approved, it's, it's good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's basically the three days gap, 524 and approved on 527. Yeah, she, so. can use, she can use and come back. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Next person, please. Vishnu. Hi, um, so my EB2 was originally approved from in 2014, um, California. So um, in 2020, during the uh, advancement of the dates, we filed uh, 485. Well, what's your prior to August 2014. Keep going. So in 2020, when the dates moved forward, we downgraded it and then applied for adjustment of status. And then after 180 days, using the portability rule, I moved to a different state to start working for the same company, same role, but just working remotely. Um, but now that EB2 has gone forward, uh, we were exploring again, interfiling to uh, EB2. And But my lawyer suggested that since I'm not in the original location where the EB2 I-140 was approved, Either I have to move back to California or um, wait until EV3 becomes current. Do you have any advice on this? Can you say that you're going to move back later on once you get the green card and approach your co company? Yeah, that that if 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 that is acceptable, then that's something that I'm fine with. Yes. Well, this is this is something like an internal rule, Vishnu. Okay, yeah. I would accept it. So just like, but it's up to the company to accept it. My wife says yeah. meat is illegal. Mm. She doesn't allow to bring the meat inside the home. And then she says that it's allowed for the dog for not for me. Okay. So that's the company is making up the rule that they can't file a 485J supplement since you moved out of the location. So you mm. go with the approach saying that, hey, you know, I'm going to move there. And if that doesn't work, maybe you should move there. I don't know. But anything okay. to please them is important right now. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Next person, please. Wamshi. Um, hi, Rahul. Uh, I'm the newcomer here. Uh, so like my wife recently got H4 EAD. Earlier, she was on H1B. And uh, so she was working even on H1 earlier. And now she moved on to H4, H4 EAD. So my question mm -hmm. is like... Uh, on H4 EAD, like, can she uh, work on multiple jobs? I mean, like, for multiple yes, employees? Absolutely. She can work for eight employers, six employers, 10 employers, 20 employers if she wants to. Well, some of so, these medical professionals, they actually work for us. My wife works for us. She gets eight W2s. So, like, we, we won't it be a problem if we submit multiple W2s while filing for the taxes? No. <laughs> oh. No, absolutely not. You're good. Okay, one you last question. Sorry, that money to me. <laughs> uh, I for sure, I'll keep. It, I'll take that into consideration. Just okay. as one more. Yeah. And so, 
small question is like okay she uh, got recently into that uh, etsy kind of thing i mean like she does some uh, earrings and all those stuff so she's keeping them in etsy and her uh, account is linked to that uh, what do you call her bank account is linked to that etsy account so the obviously the sales that she does the money comes into that account so she's on h4 ed she's still fine right yeah she's h4 ed she can do that absolutely not a problem okay thanks a lot rahul yeah that's all from me next person please vinit vinit here vinit shashikant uh hi rahul uh during pandemic uh, i changed to another job so i have one h1b as a main with uh, a full time company and another is a consulting company recently my full time job i uh, have changed my role and i don't have any 140 with them and if i have to do the uh, next 45 which is upcoming with another I, mean, i just have the date within the january of 2015 so do i have to wait and go with the full time one after they do it or can i do it with the consulting company i'm getting confused here your i140 is approved with the with the end client companies right with the main no, consulting company. company yeah so you have a h1b with the main company you have a yeah. h1b with a consulting company yeah which one is a concurrent employment the consulting company or the main company consulting company so if the priority date becomes the consulting company know that knows that you are working for two companies yeah they do yeah yeah so if the priority date becomes current yeah you can file a 485 with the consulting company still continue working with the main company but the roles are different uh, there it's a developer role and here it's a lead role so what what do you mean they, you can in the in the main company you can be a you can be a lawyer like me okay okay the second company you can be a software person they both don't have to be matching and by the way uh, the, what do you mean okay. lead and developer it's all software guys you you guys live in a well you think so that you are so what do you mean lead is it like a gun no. you take a gun When and go I to was, the military uh, and lead the things No, no. When I was a senior developer in the full-time company, uh, after I got developer, the, it's all software. It's all yeah. software, guys. You guys call. No, they changed the LCA again, once again. Yeah, they have changed the LCA once again. It's, it doesn't matter. You're, you can be doing two different jobs. You can still file the four eight five with the company that file. And I don't have to that. submit any documents from the full-time company to consulting uh, while filing it. I guess. You have to since you are telling that you are working for both the companies in the four eight five. You have to mention that you have to show them the H one B approval with the with the main company. Okay, nothing else. That's it. That's only. That's it. That's the only thing you require. And both can be yeah, completely so different jobs. Company main company. When you are doing as a parallel jobs, two jobs, the concurrent jobs, though yeah. they don't have to be in the same field. Nowhere it says that they have to be in the same field. Next person, please. Yeah, hey Rahul, this is Vineet. Sorry, you were not able to hear me. Can you hear no me problem. now? Good. Yes. Yeah. So Rahul, uh, I I actually changed the company in 2020, and that company was based out of Venture County, and at that time COVID was hitting, right? So everybody was working remotely. Somehow they missed on the petition. They only mentioned my office address, not the home address. But recently, looks like now extension is due within three months as per company policy, and the immigration attorney is saying you have to, your residential address is outside of MSA, like like it's almost 60. 70 miles difference between my home address and the office address 
and they are making it a big thing that amendment you need to do it and you have to pay for like six hundred thousand dollar bucks yours and like i was saying like why can't we do it one go fix amendment term extension in one go but and why is the residential address is an issue like i can work uh, i can show work address of my friend from there which is in the in the same county will that work and my wife can stay in the current residential address like uh, will be making any issue like or we can have a separate address with me and my wife and they can treat me as a local over there first of all if you are showing the address you should be leaving that address though okay okay um that's all i would say go live in that address and then file an extension that's better don't tell me that okay i'm not going to live i only i'm only only giving going to give that address because i can't give an approval like that okay i see and then if i live over there for a couple of months and extension is due then after extension i can come back and stay with my wife in my original residential address right at the time when they file extension though you could be using both addresses yes that's what i'm telling them that uh, later on you can keep both addresses for maybe three months i can live over there as a center rent on a rent but, and that, but, the, that but the way that the way that you're speaking is not diplomatic i don't know if you if you the way you're speaking is not diplomatic do you get the point or you're not getting my point uh okay so i got your point okay makes sense okay so and if you speak the same way lawyer there they're not they'll not be happy the way you're speaking i will not be happy at all if i'm your lawyer Okay, I see. Got it. I see your point. Okay, and then and then the separate address form and parallelly green card process is going on. So on the form, what should be the address I should put in? Like if you if I'm going to reside over there for three months, like should I put my permanent address or like which will I will hoping to come back? Like, I, I, I think so. I think so. First, you need to learn how to speak diplomatically with it. I'll go to the next person. Okay, that you'll be in big trouble if you try to speak the same way you speak. You need to change your language, wording, everything. Okay. next person please aditya it's not sweet speaking that's different diplomatic is different you have to get the point without telling it that's the way aditya go ahead hi rahul uh, yeah thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to ask your question so uh, my uh, i485 was filed back in june at uh, nebraska along with my 140 now uh, it is still under process uh i i don't think that file has been touched yet uh, the 485 file uh so uh, since then i had to make a short trip to canada and come back uh i came back on automatic revalidation and uh since my visa stamp is expired now uh, uh given that uh, it i am assuming that my advance parole will be rejected right away once they start processing it so uh, i was wondering uh, can i preemptively refile my advance parole uh, okay Okay. 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 All right. And sure. Next. Okay. Thank you. Next person. Kalyan. Hi Rahul. I've been uh, following you like for last seven to eight years, and I've been very active in advocacy. Met many senators, nice. like you know, uh, uh, all the action items, whatever you are doing. and uh, appreciate all the effort that you know communication you were giving to uh, immigration sure, sure. community uh, appreciate a lot actually sure. for your help so i'm sure. glad Thank to you. let you know that i got my green card uh, in july rahul uh, question Sounds is good. like you know, can i change my hello are you able to hear me rahul i am able to hear you 
yeah so my question is can i be able to change my uh, like you know my employer now because uh, i'm working for a client my i'm Absolutely. working for a client and in the, ne- the next month itself right same day today you can change it thank you rahul because uh, some, I, i was hearing like you know in some blogs that uh, uh, when we no, apply for citizenship right. okay no problem with it no problem with it okay okay thank you very much next, for all your help yeah. yeah next Thanks, person keep writing those letters though even after you get the green card yes next yes person. actually i will, i will keep doing it because i live in dc and yeah. i meet a lot of congressmen and senators for the eagle nice, act nice. i've been doing it like for last 5 nice. 6 years nice. yep next thank person. you rahul yep raj uh, hi rahul uh, this is raj uh, my question is actually so my i140 got approved uh, in july 2021 and my priority date is uh, uh, november 6 2020 and now i have a, a new job offer well, what is i have accepted november 6 2020 but yes. your i140 got approved in june oh i got the yeah i mean my approval came in july 2021 july 2021 okay it's more than more than 6 months okay yes so i have got a new job offer i have accepted like from a big company and uh, i was planning to switch uh, my question is only again just because right now i'm hearing if like for any reason this eagle act let's say gets approved like this year so then there is this two years wait period after which i can apply for a pr right because i'm uh, in if it was july 2021 in 2023 hopefully i'll be able to apply for a pr status if that gets approved right like if that eagle act so my my mm-hmm. question was because this new employer is saying they will start by new i140 process for green card only after one year of my employment with them so will mm-hmm. i be able to apply for let's say pr on my own using my old i140 or the company no. that i'm moving to they no. have to start by no no they have to have a uh, they have to have a i140 based on my reading oh. you have to have an i140 okay oh, the okay. company that has an i140 should support you Okay so they have to have to approve i140 right like the new company right right you can go back okay. to the old company and they can support if they can okay and then if i am that new i140 if let's say that gets approved in 2023 so i'll have to wait 2 years from that date uh i don't know yet though how it's worded this time though i have to okay. look into it okay. i haven't yet okay. given the serious thought until it goes to the senate to a to the senate main floor or you know gets blocked one time i would not read that one yet chat to everybody guys okay uh, i don't think so they are able to post it can you change it there sure rahul shrikant yeah hello can you hear me yes go ahead yeah actually my 485 is pending i filed straight in december 2021 and uh, i received ap and uh, uh, ead so i'm planning to travel this month end to india and uh, come back in uh, september so based on my recent uh, inquiry and i got response from uh, uscs like my file moved from nbc to albuquerque field office in new mexico then again from there uh, looks like recently it moved to tampa florida which is local field office so i'm planning to travel now 
So if I travel now and come back in September, uh, maybe my I-94 will change, right? Uh, after re-entering in on AP. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. will that impact mm-hmm. my 485 decision? No, de- it, will, it will not impact. It will not delay or impact. But make sure you have some person who checks the mail and okay. also create my USCIS account. They may send notices to you there. That's another thing that you can do. But have somebody check the mail for you though, every day. If there is an RFE for something, I would rather if something. Uh, do you have you submitted medicals? Yes, medicals and. Uh, but and but keep it ready. What RFE comes in, you need to be coming in if there is needed, or if there is an interview, you should come in. Okay, please keep that option open. Okay, and uh, this will not. Uh, I mean, the I nine four change will not impact the delay. And what are the chances of getting interview if the file moves to local field office from other field office? So. Um, I don't okay. have any court cases or uh, speeding tickets, so just curious. Like, yeah, why you, you still have about, since it's moved to the local office, you still have about 50% chance. 50% chance, okay. This moved on 13th of July. Okay. Thank you, sir. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'll go to the questions, guys, that are getting posted here. I have two active 485 cases. This is Vijay. Both current pending in NBC. Can they pick up anyone and close the other? Or... It will, it will have complications. No complications, Vijay. We see that very often. In fact, both of them have been pending. With NBC, that's very good news. You should be happy about it. My forehead will transfer to from, from Nebraska Service Center. How do we know when where it's moved to? It can only move to National Benefit Center. That's all. It cannot. I mean, I'll be very surprised if it moves to Texas. I'll be very, very surprised. Applied H4 EAD in March. Change of status to H-1B in May, today got H-4AD denial letter. Is there anything to do, we need to do after denial? What's a denial for? I don't know why it's H-4EAD. How did H-4EAD get denied? The only, uh, oh, changed status to H-1B. I got the point. Yeah, since you change the status to H-1B, EAD gets denied. Um, I mean, automatically, because you're not on H-4 anymore. Well, Vijay, there are many other passive incomes that you can be on uh, having on a H-1B. The only thing is that where it involves you working, though, that's where it's not allowed. But if you're not involving in working, like, for example, if you invest in real estate, you're not working, so you're fine in there. But if you open a restaurant and then you go sit down there and you get a 1099, that's not okay. Uh, like, we applied for I-485 under EB1A nice, and completed biometrics and still did not hear anything from US. Is it normal? Well, yeah, I mean, May 17th is very... Uh, I don't know whether you didn't said whether your I-140 is approved or not under EB1A. I'm assuming that it's been approved. Still, it's normal. You're still within the normal timing map. The new regulations for O-1 for STEM application for a physician, is it still... Difficult to get the EB1 if we don't have much research experience. Um, yeah, if you don't have much experience, you don't have much publications, it's not that easy to get an EB1 approved. Uh, this is for 8244. You can get the national interest waiver, which is more easier for the people, though, uh, especially, uh, but not for uh, not for EB1A. This is RFE for medical, even though it's submitted in EB2, refile and approved. 
Do I need to go for medical exam again? Can doctor sign the same report again? Is the, it's been only four months since examination. They recently started this something called uh, some new thing that they, they came up with. So definitely get the, another medical and submit. That's what I would do. Unless you have some physical issues, I would get the medical. They want something, give it to them, guys. That's all. I mean, it's easier. Unless it's very problematic, we, give him, we get into trouble. I mean, there are sometimes we get into trouble giving it by not giving it. That's a different issue. So uh, I, would, I would submit the medicals, fresh medicals again. Do you expect either of you? Sri, I cannot tell whether it's going to be moving or not. Aditya, uh, 175K pending applications in QSA, including duplicate applications as well. Wow, that's a good point, Aditya. But here is a, here is a point, Aditya. When they, give, uh, when they gave us the 170K, uh, it was, I think so, it was a long time ago. There may not be that many duplicates at that time, though. That's my assumption. Even if so, there may not be that many duplicates. That's my other answer. It's a good point. You have a point there that there may be a lot of duplicates in there. Um, one case in NBC, does it have to go to the field office or can NBC approve it too? Uh, Vijay, NBC can approve it too. Um, I would like only one question for, for one person, guys, because I cannot complete two, three questions for one person. Shankar, how many visa will be moved to EB2 category next fiscal year? Very less, uh, the very less. That's all I can tell. I previously said anywhere between 40,000 to 100,000, but now I may say anywhere between 20,000 to 60,000. EB2 and IW for it for filed April, uh, April prior to date is uh, March 2014 RFE for medicals, case approved in. Uh, 728 to 25 EB3 administratively closed. Thank you for your help. Oh, wish you best of luck. Oh, you refiled it. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, they're re, they're closing the EB3485 administratively. Wish you best of luck. Um, and keep writing those letters, please, uh, even though you got the green card. The next people also need to get the green card because when I go into society, uh, guys, I'm in the Indian society, just like you guys are. The green card society is, believe me, it's a completely different society. You don't live in that thing. I live in that society. They don't understand any clue what I'm speaking right now. They don't understand it. How many visas will be? Okay, I already answered that. I've applied for I-485 in December 2021. I recently got I-140 amended approved for successor of interest. Okay. Do I need? to be with the company for six months before moving to a new one. Can I use AC21 run as 485 spending for six months and I-140 is amended? Yeah, you, you don't have to wait for 180 days after the I-140 amendment is approved, Salu. You can move. Kumar, AOS application is pending and filed when I was residing at my old address. I changed my address, which is different MSA and it's commute distance for a new address. Um, uh, commute distance from here uh, to office is 28 miles. I plan to work remotely. So should I need to file an amendment or have LCA placed at the new address? Kumar, here is the thing though. If it is a 28 miles, we consider that as a commute uh, within the commute distance though. Even if it's a different MSA, you do not have to file an amendment if it's a commutable distance with these 28 miles is a commutable distance, especially for people living in Texas though. Yeah. Um, how early we we have to file I-485 from when we switch company 
on EAD? Is it mandatory to file? Can we wait till RFE and then file it only US US? Yes, you don't have to file immediately. It's not mandatory to file. You can file it when the RFE comes in. You can file it when the interview, if, if you're being called for the interview. Previously, we were. I was on the strict opinion saying that you have to, it's better to file it, not mandatory. It's better to file it. But now we changed our intention because we don't see any problems with it. You can file it at your own will or when the RFE comes in or when you go for the interview. Uh, SK, I have received the green card last year, traveled to India for a couple of weeks and returned. I was getting four strips of pain medication. I didn't have prescription with me. CBP has randomly picked and checked the bag and confiscated them saying it, it's possibly controls and gave a form indicating the same. Would there be any issue in the future for me? Please suggest. Uh, I don't think so. You need a private consultation. Um, I don't think so. There's a private consultation. Um, you should be fine, uh, but make sure next time when you come, don't bring any food material or any medicine without prescription. I don't think so. You need a consultation. Uh, medical RFE address on letter is local field office. Does this mean that my case is in field office? Absolutely, it is in field office. They issue an RFE, that's even better. Buy a champagne and keep it there in the refrigerator. Thank you, guys. Next conference call will be on Monday at 3.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.